0: What's going on guys? Welcome to the Upper Hand Fantasy Podcast. This is Faraz Siddiqui. We're here. We're here in Championship Week. Today I'm going to go over the uh, the second set of of matchups for this weekend. Uh, but I'm not going to lie, I'm kind of sad. I'm kind of sad because this is the last podcast for the fantasy football regular season. Now, I got big plans for this offseason and how I come back, you know, in the uh well there, there's no coming back because i'm gonna be putting out count content all off season long whether it's you know on the podcast whether it's on instagram um you know but you know i have a lot of i have a lot of plans for the for this off season as well as um for the season coming up uh you know i'm gonna delve right into the rookies i'm gonna have something for you guys uh you know for your rookie drafts and dynasty i'm gonna have i'm gonna have a bunch of stuff guys so But at the same time, you know, I'm kind of upset that, you know, I'm not going to be able to help you guys win some matchups. But listen, I'm putting all this time and effort into these podcasts. You guys better go and win your damn fantasy championship, all right? Go and win that shit this weekend, all right? Because if you win, then all the time and effort I've been putting into this shit is going to be for something, all right? And if you lose then it'll be for naught, right? <laughs> all right, I'm messing with you guys. But listen, good luck this weekend. I hope you guys kill it. I hope, hope all your players go off. And I want to hear it on Monday and Tuesday about all the wins and all the Ws that you guys are taking out from the weekend. All right, I want to I see those trophies. I want to see those championships. Send me some screenshots. I want to see it all. All right, so good luck this weekend, guys. Um, let's get right into it. I wanted to go over some injuries first before I go over the eight matchups. Um, so I did go over eight matchups in yesterday's episode, uh, and then I went. I'm going to go over the next eight matchups in this episode. Okay, uh, so if you didn't listen to last week, uh, to, to yesterday's episode, feel free to do that. If you want to listen to those eight, uh, eight matchups, I, I list out the matchups, you know, in the podcast description, so you can check that out. Um, but let's go over some injuries. Uh, some guys that we're not sure whether they're playing this weekend. DeAndre Swift seems like he's playing full practice on Wednesday and Thursday. Dan Campbell talking about, you know, them unleashing him. Seahawks, you know, terrible defense against pass-catching running backs. The worst in the league. So, DeAndre Swift has, has some opportunity this week. Um, Josh Reynolds and Khalif Raymond, uh, Lions wide receivers, both on the COVID list. Reynolds has a shot at returning because he was placed on the list earlier this week. Uh, Reynolds probably, uh, I'm sorry, Raymond probably won't play. He was placed on the list on Thursday. So, um, you know, even with DeAndre Swift back, I think, you know, Amara St. Brown, still a solid matchup, and he's still a a solid play as a a low-end wide receiver, too. Uh, James Conner was actually a DNP on Thursday after being seen in the media portion, so he did not practice. So, you know, Chase Edmonds can potentially get another uh, big workload this week if James Conner doesn't go. Um, even if James Conner does play, it's possible that, you know, they kind of limit him a little bit. Um, they might get, still give him some goal line work, but Edmonds might, might see a little bit of an uptick, um, you know, in, in snaps and all that. Uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire didn't practice on Thursday. It doesn't look like he's going to play this week. So, Dow Williams, you know, he's going to be an RB1 play with CEH potentially out. Uh, Tevin Coleman, he was placed on the COVID list on Thursday. He He's most likely out. Uh, Michael Carter is a low-end RB2 this week. Tough matchup, but he can potentially get some work in the pass game. The the Bucks are allowing the second-most receptions to running backs. They're the second-worst team against pass catching running backs to the Seahawks. Uh, Jordan Howard got a limited practice in on Thursday, so there is a possibility that he plays. Um, You know, he did have that stinger injury, but, you know... it's it's it, it's looking like he's going to suit up. Um either way, I do like Boston Scott as a low end RB or you know m- mid to low end RB2 this week. If Howard is active, if he's not active, I like him as a high end RB2. I think Howard I'll play him like a like a low end RB2 as well. Um you know both of these guys are going to get work, you know, and and with Howard a little bit banged up, it's possible that Scott, you know, sees a sizable workload. Uh Kareem Hunt uh, he didn't practice on Thursday, but the Browns do play on 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 Monday. Um, so, what did I say there? Kareem Hunt did not practice on Thursday, but he plays on Monday. Did I get that right? <laughs> I'm sorry, uh, but yeah, so he plays on Monday. So you know, their real practices are on Friday and Saturday. So we'll see if well, you know, what really counts, right? So we'll see if he ends up practicing. Um, either those days, or end up getting, you know, s- some sort of designation going into the game. I'm guessing he'll go in as questionable, but but we'll see if he gets ruled out. Either way, I love Chubb this week against against that Steelers defense, who's been terrible against running backs lately. Uh, Antonio Gibson didn't practice on Thursday with a hip injury. Uh, don't know how serious that is. Don't know whether he'll play this week. You know, uh, not practicing on Thursday isn't a great sign, uh, but we'll see if he gets in a, a, any sort of practice on Friday. David Johnson uh, still is on the COVID list. If he doesn't play, Rex Burkhead becomes a little bit of a better play. I don't love Rex Burkhead, but you know he he'll most likely get some work. Elijah Mitchell limited uh, at practice on Thursday. Um, looks like he's going to play this week. That's what it seems like to me. Um, we'll see if he can get a full in on Friday, but either way, I think it's possible that uh, they do play him. It's a little bit tricky with him this week because especially if he doesn't get a full practice in on Friday, because, you know, what if, you know, Jeff Wilson has been looking, you know, pretty good. So, you know, is there going to be some sort of split or are they just going to give Mitchell, you know, the entire workload as soon as he comes back off of that knee? Right. So, you know, I think Mitchell is more of a RB two this week, rather than that, like low end RB one that he's been, um, you know. Oh, you know, when he has been healthy, uh, Ramondre Stevenson's back off the COVID list, so that kind of deters did, Damian Harris's upside. Um, both these guys are like low in RB2s. Well, I would say Harris is a low in RB2, and Ramondre Stevenson is like a like a high in flex type of play. Uh, Mike Williams is off the COVID list, Dalvin Cook is off the COVID list. Um, who else Cole Beasley, Gabriel Davis, those guys are all, all off the COVID list. Uh Darren Waller was placed on the COVID list on Wednesday. Um so there is a chance that he plays, but there's a good chance that he doesn't. Um this is a great matchup against the Colts, so if he does play, great, but Foster Moreau, if David, Darren Waller doesn't play, he's been running at, you know, near a full wrap participation over the past 3 games. Um, and this is a good matchup, so he's a he's a pretty solid streamer this week. All right. Uh I think that's all I got. As far on the injury front. So let's get right into the games. Um, where did I leave off yesterday? I think I left off at some shitty game. Oh, yeah, the Giants of the Bears. So let's move on to the Falcons at the Bills. Uh Cordell Patterson, you know, a little bit tough to trust, you know, tough matchup this week. Arthur Smith is talking about, you know, doing the right thing for veterans in terms of playing time and all that. So I'm not sure we see the best of Patterson this week. He's an RB2 start, but I'm not I'm not excited about him. Russell Gage ran most of his routes from the outside last week, which was a bit of a change. This is a tough matchup. The Bills have actually continued to do a good job against wide receivers, despite the loss of Tredavious White. Um, So I consider a Gage uh, a high-end wide receiver three this week. A little bit of a downgrade. Uh, Kyle Pitts had a good matchup last week. He took advantage of that matchup. This week, doesn't have a great matchup. Uh, He's still like a low-end, tight-end one. Um, Still startable, but, you know just keep in mind that this is a tough matchup. Devin Singletary, um high in RB2 right now. He's playing in, in every down type of role. He's a clear guy in that backfield. Last week it was Zach Moss, you know, behind him, but you know, they're kind of, you know, moving pieces behind Singletary at this point. So he can potentially get a solid amount of work this week in a positive game script. Stefan Diggs is a high and wide receiver to play this week. Good matchup, you know, but not sure, you know, how much the Bills will have to pass in this game. Uh, Cole Beasley and Gabriel Davis are back this week, like I said, but Emmanuel Sanders is back as well, so we could see a rotation on the outside between Sanders and Davis. Uh, You know, who knows how that plays out, so I I really won't be going there, to be honest. And and then with Beasley, you know, I'm not sure they will need him this week if they are in full control of this game, especially in that second half. You know, we'll probably see a lot of 12 personnel in that second half if they're up, um, and that would affect Beasley's time on the field. Uh, Josh Allen, high-end QB1 this week. Uh, Dawson Knox, I would say he's a low-end tight end one with upside uh, in a decent matchup. Texans at the 49ers. Uh, David Johnson, like I said, on the COVID list right now. Um, He also missed Week 16 with a quad injury, so I I think he's looking a bit iffy this week. Um, I'd expect Rex Burkhead to lead the backfield regardless, uh, but if David Johnson is out, I think Rex is a solid flex option. Um, The matchup is not great, but he'll likely get some work. Uh, Brandon Cooks is off the COVID list. He has some upside in this matchup. I'd play him as a solid, oh, borderline wide receiver too. I would say uh, Davis Mills is looking pretty good. They have a solid connection at this point. Uh, you know, Brandon Cooks isn't AJ Brown, but we saw AJ you know tear the secondary apart last week. There is a chance that Elijah Mitchell is back this week, but you know, like I said, a little bit of risk there. I already talked about that. Um, you know, the other risk is that, you know, with Trey Lance this week, there might be less carries to go around. Um, you know, I play him like RB2 this week. Uh, Debo Samuel's usage last week was welcome. 36% target share on top of some work in the run game. It's, it's what you want to see, right? Um, now going back to Mitchell real quick, like this is a great matchup, right? Against the Texans. So like if the 49ers have control of this game, you know, it is possible that Elijah Mitchell goes off, right? So there's a little bit of risk reward here. He has a lot of upside this week. Um, you know, but you know, there is a little bit of risk. So I, I, I want Elijah Mitchell in my lineup if he's active, you know, um, Debo Samuel's usage last week was, you know, was awesome. Uh, 36% target share on top of some work in the run game is really what you want to see. Uh, there might be less carries to go around, but Debo is still worth starting this week as a high end wide receiver too. Um, tough to bench someone like him, even, you know, in the unknown circumstances with Trey Lance, you know, most likely being the guy this week. The good thing is that Debo has received a 37% target share from Trey Lance this season. Um, small sample size with only 46 attempts, but you know, he still was able to put up 165 receiving yards and two touchdowns on those 46 attempts. Um, and, and this is a good matchup too. You're obviously starting George Kittle, you know, despite his bad week last week, but this is a great matchup for him. You know, hopefully Trey Lance uh, delivers the ball his way. Brandon Ayuk is a bit risky, you know, not a whole lot of targets over the last two games. Uh, We haven't been able to see much of a rapport between Lance and Ayuk yet. Only four targets this season total, um, you know, between those two, but that was really, you know, before Ayuk got in the groove. I would say he's like a boom-bust wide receiver three for me this week, but at least he has a good matchup. Uh, trey lance is a low end qb1 but is relatively safe based on his rushing ability the uh, the offense he's on and the matchup um so I'll, I'm perfectly fine starting him though because of the you know because of the upside that he presents um you know between him and taysom hill like it's super close like I think taysom hill is might be a little bit safer um, just because we kind of know what we have in him trey lance you know we haven't seen too much out of him this year Broncos at the Chargers. Uh, Melvin Gordon and Javante Williams both got limited practices in on Thursday. Um, well, they, they didn't really practice, but you know, that was like kind of the estimation that the Broncos gave. But it seems like both of them are going to be fine for this week. They combined for 31 carries against the Chargers the last time around. Uh, we, you know, we saw what Rex Burkhead was able to do against them last week. It's possible we see something similar this week, but we got to keep in mind this game was in L.A. This time, not in Denver. Um, so both these guys are RB2s, but on the lower end of the spectrum because of the fact that this continues to be a split. Um, it's a good matchup, but if the Chargers go end up going up in this game early, then you know that's not that's not great. Um, Drew Locke will be getting the start. I, I wouldn't be upgrading these wide receivers. I, I won't be starting any of them this week. Uh, Noah Fant has a good matchup, but he's hard to depend on in this offense. I would say he's like a high-end 10 and two right now. Uh, Mike Williams was initially ruled out this week, but now he's eligible to come off. Actually, he has come off already, like I said. So, um, you know, we haven't seen like amazing performances with these players coming off of COVID. Maybe there's like, maybe it's just, you know, coincidence off a small sample size. But you look at Tyreek, you look at like Tal Lockett, you know, apparently like these guys were gassed and You know, their time on the field was limited, especially Tyreek Hill. So, you know, Mike Williams is unvaccinated, so it's possible that he won't be 100%. Like, honestly, you know, like, I don't know. It's all speculation on my end, but who knows? Um, I'm not sure I'd be depending on him this week. You know, he wasn't too dependable to begin with, and this is a little bit of a tougher matchup. So, he's a boom-bust wide receiver three for me. Uh, Keenan Allen is a wide receiver one play. He caught seven of ten targets for 85 yards in their first matchup together in Week 12. Austin Eckler, high-end RB1 play this week despite a tough matchup. He's off the COVID list. Hopefully, he's fine. I know he had some symptoms um, from COVID, but hopefully, he'll be all right. Justin Herbert is a low-end QB1 this week. Not the best matchup in the world for him, uh, but he is startable. Panthers at the Saints. Uh Sam Darnold's getting the start for the Panthers this week. Tough matchup for him. Um, but you know, DJ Moore can be fine. You know, God bless his soul once again for dealing with this QB situation this year. He's had at least 10 targets in each of the last four games, uh, at least five catches in the last three. So, you know, he's a high and wide receiver three right now. That's kind of his floor. Alan Camaro's opportunity has gone um has really gone down, you know, with Mark Ingram rejoining the Saints. He's Camara's uh, averaging only 15 touches per game in his last three games with Ingram uh, only 60 percent of snaps over the last two weeks. Not great. Uh, he's a high end RB2 right now with upside. The good thing is that he can potentially get some volume on the ground this week, given what the game script will most likely look like. Um, but then you have Taysom who can take some rushing attempts away as well. So, you know, not ideal for Camara uh Taysom Hill would be a low end QB1 start. His floor is pretty safe, you know, given his rushing ability and then the ceiling is there too because he can get some goal line work as well on top of that. All right, moving on to the lines at the Seahawks. I talked about DeAndre Swift already, you know, I would say he's like a borderline RB1 this week, high in RB2. Um, you know, he should still have the juice, right? It was a shoulder injury that he had. So, you know, glad he's back for the championship week and it's obviously it's a great matchup like I said. Uh am Ra Brown got it done again last week without Jared Goff. He's straight killing it. Hard to bench him right now. Uh, solid matchup this week. The Seahawks are giving up the 10th most fantasy points to slot wide receivers over the last eight weeks. So, you know, fire him up once again. He's a wide receiver to play. Rashad Penny, you know, might win some people some fantasy championships this year, <laughs> which is amazing to say. I just wanted to say that out loud because it's fun. Uh, good matchup. He's a solid RB2 this week. Uh, Russell Wilson isn't someone I'd be starting, uh, but Tal Lockett is a wide receiver two-play. DK Metcalf is like a boom-bust wide receiver three-play. You know, he only had five targets last week, but did catch that touchdown on one of his two catches. Uh, The reason why wide receivers don't post big numbers against the Lions is because teams don't have to run a lot of plays on them um you know or pass a lot against them either you know i you know that's really what i should say but um this game should be uh, you know relatively close i i think it's gonna be relatively close even though the seahawks are favored by seven points in this game for some reason (laughs) for some reason I, i i can see this game being a little being a little bit closer than that all right moving on to the cardinals at the cowboys uh, Kyle Murray saved his day last week with that big run against Indy. Uh, tough matchup this week against the Cowboys in Dallas. Uh, he I would say he's like a low end QB one this week. Uh, Christian Kirk has a tough matchup out of the slot this week. Hunter Renfro was able to do his thing out of the slot several weeks ago against the Cowboys. So, you know, there's some level of, of boosted confidence that Kirk can do his thing as well as what, what seems like he's the number one wide receiver there right now. Uh, But, you know, I would temper expectations. I would say he's like a high-end wide receiver. Three for me this week. Um, The Cowboys have allowed the least amount of fantasy points to slot wide receivers this year. Zach Ertz is averaging 12 targets over the last two weeks. So I continue to start him as a solid tight end one. Uh, This matchup is relatively neutral for tight ends. So I'm perfectly fine starting him. Uh, I mentioned James Conner didn't practice on Thursday. um, And we kind of talked about that situation earlier. Uh, but you know edmonds you know is in line for for a lot of work if connor does miss and even even if he doesn't even if he doesn't miss this game and he plays if he doesn't pra- get you know a full week of practicing or you know full practicing on friday you know it's possible that edmonds is like the 1a for a week but you know it is possible that Connor still comes in for those goal and opportunities uh, Edmonds, i would say he's like a low end rb2 play uh if connor does end up suiting up uh, Dak had a great matchup last week and delivered, uh, you know, QBs through. So if you look at the Cardinals, um, look at the, what the quarterbacks have done over the last few weeks. So over the last four weeks, quarterbacks threw at least two touchdowns against the Cardinals four weeks in a row. Um, you know, both Stafford and Jared Goff during that span threw for three touchdowns. So, you know, Dak can get it done. I'm okay trusting him in my finals. But listen, he's not a high floor player, right, as we've seen over the last several weeks. So if you want a high floor I'd play guys like Taysom Hill, maybe Trey Lance. You know, he I would say Dak is a low-end QB1, but he does have upside. Amari Cooper got the squeaky wheel treatment last week after he voiced his displeasure with the offense's lack of success, uh, so he got his, Uh, but he does have a good matchup this week, Uh, the target share can only support so many wide receivers, right, that goes for all these guys, Uh, I would say Amari's like a high-end wide receiver three, CeeDee Lamb is a high-end wide receiver two, in a good matchup as well out of the slot, Arizona has allowed the six most fantasy points to slot wide receivers over the last four weeks, and then Michael Gallup, you know, a decent flex play in what can be a high-scoring game. Zeke is a little bit hard to trust right now. He bailed you up big time with two touchdowns last week, but he had ten total touches. So tough matchup this week. You know he's a RB two for me, but very touchdown dependent. Tony Pollard is a flex play. He's getting you know close to the same opportunity as Zeke, but you know Zeke is getting that goal line work, which is why he's preferred. Dalton Schultz has been getting it done, you know, big time. He's a solid tight end one right now. Eight catches each of the last two games with a touchdown in each of those games as well. Uh, Tough matchup, but he can overcome the matchup, you know, given how much Dak has been looking his way lately. Uh, Vikings at the Packers uh, on Sunday night. Dalvin Cook has been activated off of the COVID list, so he's good to go. He should be started as a high-end RB1. Justin Jefferson, obviously, in your lineup as a high-end wide receiver 1. Um... You know Adam Thielen has undergone ankle surgery, so he's out for the year. KJ Osborne can step in this week as a low-end wide receiver three, with some upside if the Vikings have to throw a lot, you know, to keep up with the Packers, right? Um, Jair Alexander's practice window off of IR has been activated, but he's not expected expected to play this week. Uh, Kirk Cousins is a decent start this week, you know, low-end QB one type of play, but you know I would say below Trey Lance, Taysom, even Dak, uh, but he does have a high floor. Um, you know, than Dak, I think, but Dak would be the ceiling play. If you're looking for, you know, overall play, I probably have Dak over, over Kurt. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is a very solid start this week at quarterback. Um, Devonta Adams, obviously, in your lineup as well. Marcus Valdez scaling is back off the COVID list. He had a 100-yard game against the Vikings the first time around. Can happen again this week, you know, given that this is a, it's still a pretty good matchup. Uh, I would say he's like a boom-bust flex option this week. Aaron Jones is a high-end RB2. He took control, you know, of this backfield as the one A over the past two weeks. So I'm good with him in my lineup. He can be efficient in this one. Uh, AJ Dillon is a flex option, but you know, you're really just banking on a touchdown from him. So not the best option in my opinion this week. Um, you know, you know, it, it is going to be a really cold game. So maybe Dillon is the secret weapon. <laughs> you know, given that no one, you know, is going to want to tackle him in that weather. But you know, that's really hard to judge right now whether that's part, you know, of their game plan in the second half. All right, Browns at the Steelers. This is the Monday night game. Um, Love this matchup, like I said, for Nick Chubb. He has to be in lineups against the Steelers. They've been terrible against running backs. Um, Kevin Stefanski, you know, is not ruling out Kareem Hunt this week. He didn't practice on Thursday, like I said, but, you know, their game is on Monday night, so you have to keep an eye out on the practice reports for Friday and Saturday. But regardless, I'm starting Chubb as an RB1, and if Hunt does play, he's an upside flex given the matchup as well. Najee Harris is continuing to get all the work he can handle, you know, continue to start him as an RB1. Deontay Johnson is a low-end wide receiver one this week, especially in PPR leagues, maybe like a high-end wide receiver two in non-PPR leagues. Chase Claypool, back to a wide receiver three play. His route participation did go up this past week. I think he was at like 75% um, last week, so the matchup isn't too bad either. So I'm I'm fine, you know, putting Claypool out there if he's my best option. Pat Frymuth, he'll be a borderline tight end one play if he's good to go. Seems like he is, you know, he'll be good to go this week, according to himself. He's not officially out of the concussion protocol just yet, but according to him, it seems like he's going to play. And that's it. Good luck this week, guys. This is it. This is for all the marbles. Hope you guys made the right decisions. Hope it comes down to. I hope you guys just kill it on Sunday. You, have, you don't have to worry about Monday night, <laughs> right? Uh, but I you know, hope you guys don't have to sweat it out too much. But, hey, a win is a win. Good luck this week. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm rooting for you guys. Uh, and, and let me know. You know, let me know what happens. I, I really want to know. Just keep in touch on Instagram and all that. Uh, I'm going to be continuing to do these podcasts. You know, obviously, uh, you know, we're not going to do any more match or previews or anything like that. Um, but I'll be available on Instagram. I'll be still putting out content. I'll be putting out the podcast still, too. Uh, but, you know, the content's going to switch a little bit you know, um, you know, for the off season. So, um, you know, I won't be putting out content for week 18 because you guys shouldn't be having your fantasy championships. Then (laughs) there's gonna be a lot of teams like wrestling players and stuff like that. So, um, so yeah, so, uh, good luck guys. Take it easy. Um, and you know, I'll be around. I'll see you guys soon. I'll see you guys next week. I'll be back with the podcast. See ya.